Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 410 here in WILK, 55 degrees and mostly sunny out there. I'm going to get to some calls in just a second here. Well, the federal government is on track to spend $1.6 trillion more than it brings in this fiscal year. With new projections published this week showing federal spending is projected to remain unsustainable in the decades to come. The Congressional Budget published its Budget and Economic Outlook this week. The new projections show Congress has made limited progress to tackle deficits and debt. The projections show troubling financial trends will continue, according to experts. Maya McGinnis, president of the Committee for a Reasonable Federal Budget, said the alarm bells should be ringing for lawmakers. Our debt is rising out of control and it's time for Congress to wake up, she said. The outlook has improved some thanks to the Bipartisan Fiscal Responsibility Act, but our fiscal situation remains precarious. The national debt will reach a new record as a share of the economy of four years, and interest costs will hit a record in just two years. By 2034, the CBO projects debt held by the public will hit $48.3 trillion. The debt budget deficit will increase to $2.6 trillion. Interest on the nation's debt will jump more than $1.6 trillion, and the Highway Social Security and Old Age and Survivors Insurance Trust will be depleted, according to the McKinney Committee for a Reasonable Federal Budget. But everything's doing great per some people. Let's go to the phones now. We have, uh, you can call or text 570-883-0098. We have uh, TJ from Wilkesbury wants to thank us for uh, talking about the event that they had here in Wilkesbury area. Hey, what's up, Rob? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I talked to Nikki. I already talked to Rob and thanked them. I have to thank you because you also got us a little airtime, and I really do appreciate your show. Um, yeah, it was a great event. We were hoping to get 100 people. Over, around 250 showed up, and Nikki Stone came. She was the star of the show, and I'll tell you what. You know, there's so many great people that are unsung that, you know, have jobs, and they came out on a Wednesday, and, and we're so blessed. And, I, I mean, you hear them all day on your radio. There's so many people that don't call in, that listen, because when I did announce Nikki from WIOK, more people applauded for her. Than even Dan Muser, you know what I mean, a congressman. <laughs> yeah. So, so like the crowd that was there was a W I L K crowd, and also the staff behind you guys, the guys that answer the phone, that put people on hold, uh, the guys that assist you guys with the, with with keeping you guys going. Because I was in the studio. There's just so many people that keep you going, even though you and Nikki and and, and, and Bob are the forefront of W I L K. You guys are nothing without your staff, and honestly, like absolutely, show, we're just the voices. Without the team, we're we don't we don't get much out there. Yeah, and I feel the same way. There's so many people that help me, all the volunteers, and and even like Dan Muser was saying, with, without the people and the volunteers and everybody that holds us up, we can't help. I got one other thing, uh, Doc, who is who is calling. All right, I, I, just I, give us your opinion. We're not gonna. No, no, no. I'm not gonna be very nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I promise. I, even though he called you names and went crazy. Yeah, it's we the have to, we it goes, with, we it have goes to with the territory. I don't have to stoop yeah. to that level. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what what I'm getting. I have signs, started to put signs out there for volunteers, one for Trump. And my cell phone's on there. And basically, I'm, I'm getting people to get activated, to get out the, 
the, the, the mail-in ballots and other things to just try to – because a lot of a lot of the Democrats around here are tired of it too. You know, like the guy said afterwards, you know, between the illegal the, the, the illegals hitting cops, now there's this one that shot. I mean, they've had enough. I mean, they're, they're, so there's a lot of Democrats that are not crazy off-the-wall people, okay? They're, they're, they're realizing enough is enough. But I have gotten calls that are vicious, ugly. A lot uglier than that guy, you know, uh, calling me names and call me a fascist because I, 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 I it, it's ugly. And and honestly, the, you know, I, I, I can understand, you know, certain things, but and, and I can understand that that that. But just so you know, it's it's sad that someone is hated. You know, Donald Trump is hated so much for ridiculous reasons, like. Fantasy reason. Well, leave and, it, leave him out of it for a second, like you just talked about. Okay, you yeah. could hate Donald Trump, but they want to hate yeah. you simply because who you're voting for. That's the difference there. You listen, you can yeah. you can hate you could vehemently hate Donald Trump, obviously not vote for him. You can do all that. But if you're attacking other people simply because they want to practice their right to vote, then there's a problem. It's the very thing they're they say they're against, but then they're not. And again, Everything I've heard for the past two days on this Joe Biden train wreck that we've seen happen is but Trump, but Trump. Okay, fine. Don't vote for Trump. What's going on with the Democrats? What's going on with your guy? And obviously there's a shift there because we've seen today. I played the audio from CNN um, basically tearing him apart. NBC today was tearing him apart. Um, There's definitely a shift because I think they finally realized that this this can't go on like this. Yeah, you know, just to finish it up, uh, the thing of it is I keep on telling, like, like my mother hates Trump. And she's a conservative. She taught me to be conservative. And I tell her, how, wh- when is it going to be bad enough that the love for your country, the love for your son, the love for your grandchildren's future overcomes the hate for a man? I mean, we've got guys going into girls' bathrooms. Girls are getting raped. Girls are getting beat up in MMA because of a transgender guy. I mean, but this is wacko land. Um, you know, cops are getting, you know, $50,000 per illegal per year. You go to the hospital. No one speaks English. The medic, you can't get good hospital needs. Our, our, our veterans can't get the help they need. Our the Social Security, that's going to be gone. And they're blaming the Republicans. They are increasing everything. For everybody that don't has an investment in America, TJ, they, they, you know, there's a faction of America that more. there's a faction of America that just don't care. You know, you bring up the border and say there was the least border illegal border crossings in our lifetime under the Trump administration. They say, but Trump's a racist. He was a convicted rapist, which is just totally untrue. Yeah, he was right. he was found liable for sexual assault in a civil trial. But again, they want to pin their 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 hate on that, knowing that Bill Clinton's been accused four times. He settled with some of them. Joe Biden's been accused used one time uh, it's amazing I mean, and again you if you don't like him don't vote for him fine but they will hate you or i simply because i say i listen i can't vote for a guy who who can't remember what he did yesterday it's just as simple as that hey listen i i, I was a big fan of Patton. you know what i mean I, I if i want you know i want my country to be safe again number one which it's not i want the world to be safe again which it's not 
I would like to be able to go on a vacation again. I can't afford it. I mean, I make good money. I, 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 I don't get the same food. I just got my, 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 uh, the bill to read uh, my oil. It was 560 bucks. Me and my girlfriend had to split that. I mean, we're looking at each other. We, it's not good. I mean, I mean, I don't get anybody that thinks it's better off today than it was three years ago. They, they, their hate for the man is so much that they would rather – like I tell it, like here's a life preserver, and you're in the middle of the ocean, and they're just pushing it away because it comes from a boat that they don't like. They'd rather drown, and then they're going to take their, their kids with them and us with them. They don't care. They don't care. They are proving day in and day out that your right to vote for who you want to doesn't matter because they are going to target you and hate you simply because you're not voting for you're voting for someone that they hate. They vehemently hate yeah. rather than respecting your vote and just voting for who they want. Yeah. They can't live any other way. TJ, I got some more calls, so I'm going to have to leave it there, hey, my friend. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Let me go to the phone. We have uh, got a bunch of calls waiting. I'm going to get to you all. We got L from Wayne County on Biden. L. Oh, you know, he's done so many things that have not been right, uh, which we've been following all these things. It's not correct thinking. He's out of his mind. Now he's actually showing it more frequently, and now people are starting to say, hey, maybe there's a problem. Like, like how long does it have to take them? Three, what is it, three years now? Well, yes, it takes some people three years to follow what is really going on. And a lot of people don't listen, and a lot of people don't pay attention. And they're the ones that are voting, are, are voting for Biden. Because if they were paying attention, they would know that he lied way back, what year was it, when he didn't get voted in as president the first time he was running because they caught him in too many lies. And if they would listen and pay attention to really what is going on, they would have more sense. Now, he, the one guy, he talked about unemployment also. Well, what I would like to know, and nobody, I have never heard this, I want to know what the welfare record numbers are. I want to know how many people used to be on welfare and how many are on it now. And that'll make a big difference in your unemployment figures. And don't forget, he left billions of dollars of equipment in Afghanistan and now billion dollars in Ukrainian equipment they cannot, they cannot show where it's at. Now tell me something. That's at least, that's minimum of $2 billion. How much more money does he have to uh, lose and not know where it's gone to or leave equipment in Afghanistan that he did? That equipment should have been all hauled out of there before he finished that close. And then those 13 people, our military, wouldn't have died that day. If he would have did his job in the very beginning, we wouldn't be where we are right now. And he hasn't done his job, and he needs to resign. The heck with this impeachment. He needs to resign. Anyone, anyone who looks at, at, at 
statements he press conference he's given and statements he's given and think he's got a cognitive wherewithal about him is fooling themselves. I, you named a good list, but let let's be honest. The guy just said he talked to two dead people that were dead for over two decades. Uh, another one dead for over a decade. You know, yesterday while he's trying to convince America, you know how mentally sharp he is. He's forgetting things. He's mixing up world leaders. He he. He, you can vis- visibly see the mental decline in the man. And again, it's sad at this point. And, and, and I saw someone and, and I and I shared it. At which point, who do we contact for elder abuse? Do we contact the D.C. authorities or Delaware authorities because he's the president? That's where we're at at this point, because whoever's handling him. And I said it yesterday. He. We need someone, be it and as much as I don't want to Kamala Harris, but as much as I don't want anyone else in that chain, we need someone who experts can talk to and can make a decision. This man is not making decisions for us. He's being told what to do, and we need to get away from that. L, I, I'm yes, up against traffic and weather, so Thank we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for doing such a great job, Thank, Thank you. you. It's uh, 423 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Well, good afternoon, and thank you, Rob. We have no reports of any kind of major incidents going on on any of our major roadways in Northeast PA. They're all looking good. Just a lot of traffic on William Street in Wilkes-Barre, South River Street, and North River Street in uh, Wilkes-Barre. Oh, that was William Street in Pittston. Boy, I'm thinking ahead of myself. I apologize. So William Street in Pittston is bumper to bumper, and you have a lot of traffic on North River Street as well as South River Street in Wilkes-Barre, Kaiser Avenue in Scranton as you head toward uh, the Expressway uh, and to the Morgan Highway. That is pretty bumper to bumper as well. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. From the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone with this Penteladata Internet traffic update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy, mild temperatures, low 42. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a few spotty showers in the afternoon, high 58. Records 57, so we're going to check that in. Saturday night, mostly cloudy and mild, low 40. Sunday, Sunday, breezy and clearing and sunshine, high 47. Monday, partly sunny and mild, high 50. Tuesday, we're looking for some kind of weather pattern coming in. Not sure what it is yet. Some snow, some rain. We'll see what it is. It's currently 55 degrees here at 424 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Great interactions today. The cartoon characters are out in force. This is what I get. Respect your vote. You're the party that stormed the White House to try and get votes discredited. Respect? What a joke. I said, so a few hundred speak for 81 million. Kind of an ignorant statement, no? A few hundred people that have been repeatedly defended by your party members. So don't talk about respecting each other's vote, hypocrite. I said, how about this? I'll talk about whatever I want, and there's nothing you can do about it. I said, right. I'm not the boss of you. Grow up. I said, you're the one arguing with the radio. <laughs> so there you go. You have a choice, right? There's the dial, a button, right there. Number one, it's your show, and you can do whatever the hell you want. Number two, they didn't storm the White House. Right. Unreal. Right. That's what I get. Crazy. Oh, here we go with that. Oh, let me go to the phone. I got people waiting. Let me see. We got, uh, let me see who's waiting longer. I'm sorry for this, guys. We have Wayne from Iden on Biden. Wayne from Iden on Biden. Wayne. 
How are you, Robin? It's beautiful, sunny, northeast Pennsylvania day. Right. I wish I was outside <laughs> uh, enjoying it yeah. rather than that in here. I agree with you. I agree with you. Here's my comment. If the Justice Department and the FBI and everyone else comes out and they keep uh, saying that the Democrats aren't guilty of anything, okay, uh, doesn't matter who it was, Clinton, Biden, uh, Kennedy, whoever, right? It's only the Republicans that are always guilty of something. That's such a very bad precedent for our nation here, okay? Because eventually people people like Republicans or just plain people that don't go either direction are going to get pissed off with this. And it's going to set a very bad precedent and causing a lot of animosity, which it is already, okay, in this nation. It is. It is. So. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not good at all. Okay. And I, I think when it comes up to this election this year, uh, I'm with, I'm with uh, uh, Noam, Christy Noam. They're, they're going to pull something on this, on this uh, next election. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. Uh, that's for sure. You know, just like they did the last time, but only at this time, I'm not sure if they pull something where they pull Biden out a couple of weeks before the election, and then they they put uh, uh, our other beloved leader in there, okay, which I don't even like mentioning her name, but anyway, okay, they, they put her in, okay, but she's not nominated. Now they got to go through the whole procedure to nominate somebody, okay, to get a new a new person a new person to vote vote for uh, you know you might be just like uh, eight months where you don't even have an election possibility it's happened before in this country yeah it's uh it's it's, it's happened many many years ago yes. but it has happened section four Section 4 of the 25th Amendment, whenever the vice president and the majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or such other body as Congress may be by law provide, transmit to the president pro temp of the Senate and the Speaker of the House Representative, House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The vice president Correct. shall immediately assume the powers of the duties of the office of the acting president as acting president. Thereafter, when the president transmits to the president pro Trump of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives has a written declaration of no inability exists, he shall resume the powers and duties of the office unless the vice president majority of each of the principal officers and the executive department um, override it. So basically, Kamala Harris would need the entire uh, uh, executive Departments, right. so the, the secretaries right. of each department, the cabinet. Right. Right. She would need the right. entire cabinet to sign on to a letter removing Joe Biden as president and her as the temporary president, and it would have to go to the Senate and the Speaker of the House. Now, Joe Biden, oh. in turn, can write a letter stating that he is competent to, to serve office, and then there would be a vote in the Senate and the House, and I believe you need two-thirds of both houses, chambers of Congress, to uh, to decide that. So that's where the 25th <laughs> Amendment, the, Section 4, stands. Um, Correct. Or at the convention, they can decide that they're going to nominate someone else, and then it's out yeah, of Joe Biden's hand. That's what hand. they're going to do because they don't want they don't want Harris, okay, and they definitely don't want Biden no more. That uh, opens up an entire different can of worms. So that's exactly what I'm saying, Robbie. 
That's where the can of worms come in. And this has happened, I think, I think it was under Garfield when it happened or whatever. It's happened, happened a long time ago, but it has happened where it took them eight months, okay, because they had to come up with new people, okay, I think with, with new people, uh, you know, to run for elections. Then you have like three or four or five people trying to run for elections. It takes months and months. So there may not be an election this year. I'm saying they're going to pull something. There's no doubt about it. And you might see martial law. Just my opinion. Yeah, you may not be wrong, but I think we're in strange times because we're, we're seeing the, the, the wagons that are normally surrounded around Biden, the protection that he's normally benefited from, dwindling away. So if that continues, I mean, they, they could they could surround him back up. But if this continues, um, they're going to have to do something. And, and again, the answer to a deteriorating Joe Biden is not but Trump. Right. Both things you, you can you can not like Donald Trump. You can think he's a jerk. You can think he says stupid things or he's got too much baggage to be run for president again. But to ignore what's happening before our eyes with Joe Biden is disingenuous. So just like believe. And yep. you really believe with your whole heart, okay, that the Democrats are gonna allow Donald Trump to win an election. I think it's an uphill battle, actually. So I'm just saying, do you think, really, if he say he he does have enough votes, or say he, he you know, he looks really strong, like uh, five to one or whatever, vote wise, do you really think they're going to let Donald Trump get back in office? I don't. Oh, I think they did. He, they did everything they could the first the time. Votes. So, yeah, even if he has the votes, I don't believe they will. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. No, it's, it's, I, I, I hate to say it, but they might execute him. They might murder him. They might put him in jail just so he doesn't ever become president again. No, I don't think it goes there, but uh, I, I hear what you're saying. I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I think that would cause – this, cause... this is where our country is right now. I talked to many people. Yeah. And we're on, we're on the verge – we, we are on the verge of a revolution – People don't realize that. But if you talk to people, uh, people are really pissed. I mean, it's, Unfortunately, it's, it's, I think an outside entity is going to attack us here at home before anything like that ever happens. Well, I agree so. with you there. I, th- I agree with you there. I think that's going to be that's, – that's going to happen in three or four cities all at the same time. And it's going to cause such crazy chaos. chaos. And that might be the answer right around the election. Could be. Okay, we're there. Therefore, they bring out martial law, and there is no election. Just like they did in Ukraine, just like they did in Venezuela. Same thing. Yep. Well, Wayne, thanks yep. for checking in today. Have a great weekend, no all right, problem, my friend? Buddy. You have a good day, my friend. Thank Take you. Care. It's uh, 437 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's the point of the show where we honor our heroes here at home who made the ultimate sacrifice. 61. Police officers made the ultimate sacrifice, six of them from here in Pennsylvania. We're going to start off with Deputy Sheriff Ross William Dixon, Cambria County Sheriff's Office. In 2021, died from complications as a result of COVID. Detective Douglas J. Alexander, Philadelphia Police Department, in 1972, was shot and killed by one of two men while attempting to stop a robbery at a bar. Police officer... Paul Ralph Fox, Pennsylvania Coal and Iron Police Department, 1927, 
succumbed to gunshot wounds sustained two days earlier. Sergeant Mark Anthony Prynne, Pennsylvania State Police, Pennsylvania, in 1909, was killed after another officer's gun accidentally discharged as he arrested a suspect. Lieutenant John Alexander Berry, Pittsburgh Bureau of Police in 1898, killed in a warehouse fire at the corner of 13th and Mulberry Avenue as he was assisting in the scene. Policeman William Linder, Philadelphia Police Department in 1896, succumbed to injuries two days earlier while he was attacked by two men near the intersection of 22nd Street and Race Street. And those are our six here from our area. Let me go to the phones now. We've had a John from Freeland on the economy. He's been waiting for a long time. I apologize for that, John. Oh, no problem. You're having a really busy Friday, and I'm, I'm enjoying listening to the other callers, actually. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. I, I, I want to punch a hole in some of these numbers that people are using to, to talk about how good things are out there. Uh, first of all, one of the things people have to understand when it comes to uh, employment figures the minute they first come out, I just look at them and then I put them aside because they're always going to be revised. And 99% of the time they're revised down. They're doing the revision uh, for the 2000, um, for the 2023 employment. And so far they've taken 1.5 million jobs out of the full-time category. In other words, they're taking the 1.5 million jobs out. In other words, it was an overcount. And they've taken 750,000 full-time jobs and converted them to part-time jobs because they were misclassified. So they're still probably going to bring those numbers down. Uh, And, you know, there was an article I read, oh, God, a couple of weeks ago, and I wish I would have saved it. And it was an economist who made the point that our economy looks a lot like the economy during World War II when they were, quote, priming the pump. And that is the government's been involved in it, put money into the economy. The numbers are what are called phantom numbers. They're not real, solid economic data. And once, those, once the government hands you know, get out of the mix, we're going to see where the true economy is. And this brings me to my second point, and that is people are using the stock market. Everybody's familiar with the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the S&P 500. But, Rob, let me ask you a question. Have you heard of the Russell 2000? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. I like to look at the Russell 2000 because those are the small businesses. They're like the phytoplankton of the economy. You know, in the oceans, you have biologists who look at phytoplankton to see the health of the waters, whether there are toxins or major changes in the ocean. Well, this is the same thing with the economy. It's the small corporations that are the ones that really feel the brunt of bad economic uh, indicators early. And the Russell 2000 is the one we should be looking at. And there's some red flags, which is what's – I'm still going to say this. I still believe that this year we're going to hit uh, – we're going to have a downturn in the economy. Yeah. Uh, you, you, when they talk about how, how there's so many jobs out there, the, job, the record job numbers, people are making more money. They're doing, well, then how come we're, we're also facing record debt? Yeah, why not pay off their credit card bills? Yeah, credit card bills are at an all-time high. Um, student loans, you know, they, they did take a downturn there because the government's paying it off. And, and a lot of it, like you said, I think I believe 11 of the past 12 months, the job numbers had had to be reduced when they were revised. 
uh, a lot of it's government-paid jobs. They're government jobs, so it's artificially manipulated. And, yeah, things are – numbers look good, but when you artificially inflate them, just like the stock market, the stock market is is – waiting for that crash, waiting for that turn, because it's been manipulated to the point where it can't anymore. It can only go so far before it has to check and balance itself. And and I love the people who talk about corporate greed, especially when it comes to oil companies and such like that. And when when you talk about the, the, the Russell 200, you know, when you look at the Standard & Poor or the NASDAQ, they heavily rely on these type of corporations as part of their portfolios, which every union in the nation invests in, every municipality, every city, everyone invests in these yep. things. So you, to sit there and point fingers and say, well, the corporate greed, well, their job is to make money. And while they're making money, your pension plan's making money, your 401k is making money, your IRA's making money, the banks are making money. They're able to give you the interest rates that they give you because of that. It's just incredible how there's no foresight into what's really happening here. Well, I'll tell you what. Gordon Gecko said that greed was good. Actually, he was completely wrong. Profit is good. And people don't understand that these companies, they need to make profit. You know, you, you just you, you, you summed it up. You've got people, you know, with portfolios out there, retirees, people who are depending on this stuff. There's nothing wrong with uh, a company making profit if the profit is not ill-gained. You know, if the profit is off of the free market rather than off of government largesse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you checking in and, and, and bringing us back to a little reality there. John, well, you, and I, you, I apologize again for you holding for almost 30 minutes there. Hey, not a problem. You have a good one. And tell Nikki, uh, don't be too happy about the weather because we got one coming in next week, a big storm. Yeah, it looks like Monday or Tuesday I'm looking at, right? Well, you got it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Goodbye. John. Take care. It's uh, 4.53 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Let the Old Man In by Toby Keith. 53 degrees and uh, not sunny anymore. 53 degrees. 4.57 here. Let me go to the phones again. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. We have uh, Bill from Wilkes-Barre on Biden. Bill. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I know the uh, the Democrat left is saying plenty about Trump mishandling the classified documents, and we just found out that Biden did the same. Now, two wrongs don't make a right. The fact Biden did it doesn't make it okay for Trump, and the fact Trump did it doesn't make it okay for Biden, but they absolutely cannot claim the moral high ground on this. Now, other things have come up. They propose giving the Palestinians their own state, which is, quite frankly, rewarding terrorism, saying that they do something like they did on October 7th, that that behavior is going to be rewarded. That absolutely is not acceptable. If we look, if Biden were to be unable to finish his terms, what we have is vice president. Uh, She has some ethical issues involving apparently not, uh, exculpatory evidence for people who were in prison who shouldn't have been in prison. Kamala Harris has some question marks in their background. So I think we have, we have to uh, put a Republican in there in November. I believe Nikki Haley has a better chance of winning the election than Donald Trump because she has his positives and none of his negatives. And that's what I think we should do in the primaries. But I think regardless, 
we have to uh, we have to make some changes there in November. Does she even make it past the South Carolina primary, though? That's the big question with that, with there. Uh, and listen, I agree. Donald Trump, as far as the classified documents go, I've said all along. You know, his problem was when they asked for the back, he didn't give them back. That's why he was charged. If he would have given them back, I think it would have been the same conclusion that yes, he had them, but there's there's no reason to charge him. Same as Biden. Same as Vice President Pence. And, and so on. But it's also going to end up, because he was president when he took them, not vice president, not senator, it's going to end up being a Supreme Court call of what does the Presidential Records Act truly mean and who can declassify things and what's the process of declassifying that. It's not spelled out in the Presidential Records Act. Um, I think more so here, the documents are, are the difference here. He was president. Joe Biden was not. Um, Pence was not. But it's going to be a Supreme Court case. But let that case play out. I'm not saying he shouldn't go through with it. We're